to look to the future because I said like, yo, for real, like I can't stop what happened back in the past. I can't stop the fact that, you know, y'all wanted to be like y'all ancestors. Like, I quite kept, like, I hate to say it that way, but like, yo, we, like, we were picking, we were picking light boxes back then, getting our fingers pricked. Now we picking heavy boxes. That's the name of the episode, by the way, Ma. We picking heavy boxes now, uh, uh, heavy cotton now, heavy cotton. We, and, and for whatever reason, we, we can't, we can't get our minds out, out of that situation there. So what happened in the past, Y'all can keep that. I'm going to move on into the future with a new mindset. I'm going to move on into the future and I'm going to do what I can now because I talked about the relay race. I talked about the relay race. Y'all supposed to be running. You're supposed to be running towards the next generation to pass your baton off. But for whatever reason, most of the people, they stop. They like, all right, I ain't winning anyway. So. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dirty Trunk Podcast, where the elephant is always welcome. It's me, your boy, Marcus Morton. Always here with me is the Aaron Mack, and we're back in the lab once again at 4.20 a.m. on this lovely Thursday. It don't uh, matter, it's still earlier than they uh, than they getting up. It is, it is. Uh, but before we get started, before we jump in, uh, trample over that like and subscribe button, because we do this for y'all, because we love y'all, and we just want y'all to be better. Than y'all were yesterday. Uh that's yeah, the per- yeah. that's the perfect, the the perfect 15 second elevator pitch right there. Yeah, we do this <laughs> for y'all. We love y'all because we you want just we want to see you better than you were yesterday. All right. Yeah, so man. on today's episode, today is a special episode. We got a very special guest with us on the line, one of our family members. One of uh he's been on the podcast before, but he's back today. Okay. To uh to help us spread this uh this word of motivation on uh this beautiful Thursday morning. So uh ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, the man of many talents, the man who is destined to do great things, Mr. Just Alex is on the line with us today. Let's go ahead and get a man, man. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. Yes, sir. The mic sound clear? I just I'm literally trying it out for the first time. So nah, it, I think you might be connected to a different joint because it's I see your your face real close to that one, but it sounds like you far away. Like let me see. It might be the volume. We good? No. We um you using a laptop? I... Oh no. Oh no. Well, you just froze on I am for a second. All right, so y'all. So this is uh we I we Ma, we gonna leave all this in, man. It's all good. It's it's uh, oh, a yeah. perfect baby. Like ain't nothing. Uh, we we ain't trying to act all big time, bro. Like we don't need to we don't need to make extra extra stops for ourselves on the road to success because like you know, like 
it's a it's a journey, not a destination. So that's what we had to talk about for a friend. Uh say something. You said it's an iPad, so it should it it might just be the mic. What type of mic is it? I don't know. It's, I bought this off of Amazon real quick because I was like I needed something because I wanted to sound halfway professional, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I think you I think you coming in through the through the iPad though. That's horrible. You think so? You just sound pretty good on mine. Tap the mic. Yeah. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, that joint ain't on. Hmm. You got a uh, a switch. Hold on, try it again. Is it on now? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I see. I told you the first time using. It. I thought the red man stopped. <laughs> it was blue that means stop. It's happened again. Right. Oh no, nah, never mind. <laughs> Jesus Christ! So am I just being loud? Does it sound good though when I talk normal? Uh, it sounds like a phone call. Uh, I mean, it's a it's a it's a podcast. True. I'm trying to make sure. I mean, if you can get it working while while we one second. All right, go ahead. Oh yeah, you do what y'all do. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm working say, y'all. I'm about to say if you can get it working while we while we just in the conversation, that's that's cool. We'll we'll work with what we got. Um, okay. It, it is it is to my to my uh my recollection that you uh that you were generating the topic for today's episode. So um. Once again, it's uh, good to have you on again, man. You know, I've been looking forward to this episode since uh, since Marcus told me that it was happening. I know I missed your call of, um, a few weeks ago, so I apologize for that. But you know, it's been real busy since uh, since all of the all of the new new developments have been happening. So you know, what I mean, like it's it's been a lot going on. Well, what developments? Wait, wait, what developments are we talking about? Yeah, we'll get that. We'll get that in a second, man. We we'll get that in a second. Uh, oh, you want me? Do you want me to talk about uh, the topic? Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get that. We get we'll get to all of that. We'll unpack everything. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Speaking Mark, of uh, 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 of missing, so um, but before we 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 get too deep into the topic, we ain't gonna overlook uh this very interesting um technic. Te- how, how how can we even explain it? Uh, uh, te- technology uh mishap or uh. uh I- uh we we talking about the text message thing. Uh huh. All right, all right. Let me get there. Let me get there. All right. So I got a a, a funny story, right? <laughs> I it's a it's a real weird story. So recently, and you know, I always had this this sneaking suspicion. You know, you see you see um funny commercials about it all the time, where you know somebody send somebody seeing somebody a text message, and like or like they trying to call somebody. And they can't get through to nobody. So everything just like, you know, they just like stuck in like this emergency situation. It's like apocalyptic or something. And they trying to send a text message, but the other person don't get it. So they like, oh, shit. I guess they don't want to come save me there. Or some crazy stuff like that. Like, I know I've seen a commercial like that some at some point in my life. But so, um, all right. So y'all know I just got married. Right. Right. And I sent. And I, you know, like I said, I always had this sneaking suspicion that my phone, you know, for whatever reason, don't see in messages the way it's supposed to see in messages. And, bruh, I'm telling you, I sent two long messages to two people, like, a month before my wedding, 
asked him to be my best man. And I ain't get no response, bro. Oh, man. I ain't getting no response. The reason I know I ain't getting no, the reason I know for a fact that this is the thing for real, that get, like it gotta be, because I was like, yo, am I that trash, bro? What, what's, what, what's happening here? Like, I was like, yo, like, and, and, and Alyssa was like, yo, maybe, maybe the, the text message didn't send. I was like, to both of them, though? I was like, that don't, that don't even make sense. But but Marcus, did you get that message? Stop playing. You sent that to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, you gonna make me cry, bro? Stop. <laughs> no, bro, it, I'm I'm dead serious. Y'all like, hey, hey, do I need to? No, 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 no. You good? You good? You good? No, because it was like I was like, yo, yo, like I, I ain't get no I ain't get no response. Like, do you? And you like when you when you when they when you in a situation like that, it's like, yo, do I? Tell me in do I ask about this? Like, do I do I make a thing of this? Like, do I do I t- do I say like a? I don't know. I just ignored it. I was like, maybe maybe there's a logical oh, reason to this. Yeah, but no. Um, the wedding was dope anyway. So it it it, it, it uh oh Jesus a, a a lot more unprofessional than I wanted it, but you know it it is what it is. That's a t- conversation for another day. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm I'm on it, but I'm, I'm and I'm sorry at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it happens, bro. Oh man, that uh, I don't know how to feel. But I don't. Ah, oh, Jesus, I'm I'm sweet. That is bro, crazy. I'm, uh, who, what, what, what phone company you with? I'm with AT and T. What? Uh, uh, that's still a thing. <laughs> yeah. It used to be Altair, and then AT and T bought out Altair, so now we got AT and T. Bro, I thought it was out of business. Nah, I thought we was doing. I believe I'm a Verizon, bro. I thought we were doing better than Verizon because usually people with Verizon be like, oh, "Ain't nobody ain't doing no better. Ain't nobody doing better than yeah, Verizon, yeah. bro." Really? They, they, they the, they the most expensive for a reason, bro. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that is, that is wild. So and and it would it was crazy, right? Cause I always chop because I would I would send Aaron messages, right? And I I don't know if his replies were long, but like there was always like this kind of weird like re- replies. And and I was just like, I don't I don't know what my man is is asking. The like next, I, the I, next I, conversation has started. Out <laughs> of replies and to the I, message. <laughs> Uh, and, and I always just chopped it up. I was like, all right, maybe he's busy. You know, maybe he's super busy. He's super into his work. And he ain't really got time to, you know, reply back to, you know, my little simple, simple questions and whatnot. And I, I just chopped it up to that. And I was just like, <laughs> my man's out here super working. He turned the phone off, off when, you know, he in work mode. That's what I was thinking. I was like. No, wow. that, is a, that is a real thing. I do turn my phone you, off. You turn it off, okay? Yeah, right. but right. but I do be replying and like I <laughs> like I, I catch it on my end because I'm like, yo, what what is happening in this conversation right now? Like, and I had to send I had to send messages twice. And I'm glad that happened the way it did because what happened was I sent Marcus a well, Marcus was asking me a question hmm. about this episode, yep. so I responded with the question and he answered the question. So I sent him a question mark, 
And he asked me, he says, Do you ask me a question? And I'm like, yo, what? <laughs> so Yep, I took a screenshot, sent it to him. All I got was the question marks. I didn't I didn't get nothing else uh, but the question marks. Wow. I was, like I was so to, confused. They're like we need to to stick to the find a designated uh texting we, service. We need, to, we need to stick to millennial <laughs> messenger service. Stay on Facebook and just get off a mess get off a direct uh, messages or goddamn. something. Goddamn. That's interesting. Just Good Alex, man. Him. What's been going on with you, bro? Uh, working, but not really working. Working, but not really working. I feel that, man. I don't, we got the same, same. we work in the same company, right? But we work yeah. in different uh, locations. Yeah. Mm. Uh, And so my location has all of the, 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 the optional time off. Ooh, mm. I, I wish I had that. Yeah, I mean, it is plentiful. Like whole weeks. Oh man, and and I mean, so so. And so I'm working. It's the opposite. I bet. I bet. But it's like there's another location, like right down the street. So it's like the work is kind of like spread out, spread. way mm. thinner. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so, that's crazy. Unless like they building one, another one right across the street, like literally across the street, like within walking distance. So. I'm not 100 percent sure that's what it is, but that's what it looked like from the outside. Oh, okay. okay. So uh yeah. What building you it's in? A, it's a uh uh it's the one in Suffolk. Oh ORF? Yeah. Oh I'm okay. trying not to say names. Oh yeah, you're not you good, man. Like we we already know um IGM he uh he's dabbled into our podcast a few times and uh gave me my gave me a blessing on it. And uh, but as long as we don't, you know, uh, like directly trash the company, um, we good. We could trash the people in short spurts as long as we don't say names of the people. But you know, just the just the company itself, like yeah, we mm. we we can't bash the company. But you know, we good to talk about it. Uh, that's what that's that's what I learned from him. I I'm I'm a, I'm assuming if I if I was uh, in a different position. Then the one I'm in right now, then it would be a little bit of a different story. I probably had to sign a little bit, you know, uh, 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 um, a non uh, NDA or something, you know. But you know, yeah, uh, I ain't yeah. signed one of those yet. So, I mean, I'm not really trying to talk about work too much. So I feel that I feel um, that, bro. But other, other than that, though, you know, this was going on is um getting married like you. Mm-hmm. Uh, looking forward to that. How's that going too? We got to talk about that later. But uh, uh. Trying to force uh, Marcus to get married so he can join the rest of us. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm about to get back on that bandwagon real quick. Uh, Sitting here like an odd man out, third wheeling. Yeah, man. Right, just, right, right, bro. Don't even, don't even go there. Any, any, nothing different about it, bro. Hey, nothing different about it. They say like the biggest thing, and I think it might be like an old school situation because, like, if you live with your girl. And y'all already got plans on doing stuff for your life, dog. Like it really changes absolutely nothing, dog. Like everybody asks, like, yo, how's the how's the married life? I guess if I was like moving in with her after the fact, it would be something different. But like we were like, already back living in the y'all. day with the yeah, yeah. marriages and stuff. Yeah, yeah. When you ain't you ain't saying no no tell until mm-hmm. you until you stood at the chapel. Like that would be the Thanks. only difference. Like first oh, wow. time meeting yeah. the bride. That's true. That's true. Well, yeah, uh, I, and I'm not, I'm not, basically, you know, just I've, I've got to put it out there. I'm not, you know, condoning uh, uh, premarital 
relations or anything like that. So I just, I make sure I got to put that out there because somebody been heard that and you know. grow man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, but yeah, I'm there. To, but I'm here to talk about. Uh, okay, can we are we going into the topic or I don't want to rush it. I just. Is... Uh yeah, let's go ahead and jump into the topic. I had a boss of false, but you know it it, it just basically I don't think it cl- classifies as a boss of false. Oh, it might. I don't know. Y'all tell me. So, I right, recently I've been outside cleaning my yard. Okay. Yeah, just cleaning it with all of like the the shrubbery and like bushes and shit that just look terrible up in the back against the fence and everything. Y'all seen my backyard? Just like a whole mm-hmm. bunch of bushes in the along the fence line and stuff like I. I wanted to clean all that up, and um, I I wasn't really feeling the way it was looking, so I just I just went out there and chopped it all down. So, in the process of me chopping it all down, I I ended up with a um, a stack of logs that I just left against the fence, and I was just gonna go ahead and trickle it out into the trash um, whenever the trash come around and uh, put it in a trash can or whatever, because otherwise I had to take it to the dump. So I'm out there cleaning the last bit of it last week, right? And I, I'm doing all this yard work, cutting the grass. You know, my neighbor, my neighbor's got fucking trees that's hanging over the fence that's dropping like the little the little gumballs with the little spikes on it and everything. And I'm like, he got trees and stuff, bushes and stuff growing all over in my yard and all that other stuff like that. So I'm looking at this. So I'm like, yo, if I say something to this dude, and he one of those type of dudes where he just like, he, he bought that life. So like, I'm just like if I if I say something about this, I already know it's gonna be a problem. And this dude live next door, ain't really no way I can get away from him. So like, we gonna have a problem if I have to address this issue. However, I got more gumdrops in my backyard than I got grass, and it's becoming a real issue. And I'm like, yo, every time I ask a neighbor for for a favor. It's always, it's never, like, they always ask for more than they want to give you. And I, and I was like, you know what, this, this is this is messed up. I just want to ignore it for now. Keep on moving. So the lady behind me, she sees me as I'm picking up these branches. And she calls me over to the fence and she says, you know, um, I see you got these branches here. And, you know, I was like, yeah, you know, I've been cleaning up the yard, blase, blase, splee. And then she proceeds to tell me that I need to move them. Mind you, they in my yard. She looks at me and tells me I need to move something in my yard because she's afraid that snakes might be under it. Meanwhile, I'm looking around her yard. She has apps, she has actual trash sitting in her yard, like trash bags sitting on the grass, which we all know snakes like to accumulate under under dark, wet spaces that would be contributed by a trash bag sitting on the ground. And she has like plastic storage sheds just sitting over there on the grass, not elevated or nothing like that. So she's looking at my yard talking about, I need to move something in my yard. So I'm like, yo, uh, the boss of false was the fact that I moved them joints and I ain't argue with her. It's like like it's just I so mean, uh, you know. <laughs> I I I would say is 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 it's a boss move because like you, you ain't let that affect your mood. Like first of all, it was gonna get done regardless. Oh no, it, it definitely affected my mood. I would <laughs> definitely piss picking up those goddamn logs. I will. I had no plans on picking up them logs that day. 
<laughs> oh, I wouldn't have. They would have sat for like another week just out of spite. <laughs> Pure spite. I would have waved to her and everything. My that is that's what that's just as almost as bad as um the guy we've talked about on the on the job that's like hyper focused on everything else but you know what they got going on. Yeah, yeah. You worry about but what's going is, on on my side of the fence. Right? I yeah. ain't never. And bad <sighs> thing about it, we ain't even got snakes in our neighborhood like that. I I would think that it would be too too noisy, especially with the you got the one neighbor with the uh with the dogs. And no, I'm sorry. And he got more yeah. dogs now. Dog, Jesus. He got more dogs now. That man got a whole animal shelter next door. Yo, and so man. quick side note about that. I think it's addictive having pets. Because my brother got like a million dogs too. I right. think it's once you get one. Do they stay in the house though? I think so. Bro, because I'm trying to figure out what the phenomenon is of and you know, I've seen it all my life because I'm from the hood. Same. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what the phenomenon is of people getting dogs just to leave them outside in the backyard, bro. I just don't understand it. That's true. And then having to yeah, go out there and right. feed them. Yeah, I don't like, understand it, bro. Uh, our neighbors that just moved, well, they've been there for eh, about a couple months. Uh, they got a they got a bunch of dogs, and one of them sounds sick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like. Oh no, he might be a hound dog. Ah, If if you heard it, it sounds sickly, man. I was like, that's terrible. He got a bunch of them back there. One, um, one of them already started like, I I forget what it's called, but I guess like digging, like the the dirt that he or the ground that he lives on or whatever. It's like no grass is growing there at all. It's just gray. Nothing. It's just death. That's terrible. That is horrible. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we can move on. I think we said we we uh traversed into the the unknown way for <laughs> for longer than we needed to. Um, you know, I just ain't want to jump into the, to the topic and the topic turn around and be like twenty minutes long. I ain't want to go there. So uh, you know, just wanted to add some girth to the podcast. So Alice, what's up, man? What you got for us? Uh- Okay, so by the way, first off, thanks for having me. I forgot to say that at the beginning when we started talking. Oh yeah, no question, man. Uh, good talking to y'all guys again. Um, been too long. Uh, but yeah, I don't know if y'all seen Across the Spider Verse. I haven't. Oh, not yet. Not yet. Either one, y'all. Nah, not yet. We, I, okay, I, I sorry, just watched the. Uh, uh, no, no, you. You you say you just saw Mario? Yeah, just saw the Super Damn, Mario. I movie. thought I thought I was behind. I haven't seen it at all. No, but for real though, you so you haven't, Alex. You said you haven't seen uh, Mario. Not yet. All right, so check this out, right? Because what you're talking about, it it definitely applies to the Super Mario movie, bro. True. It definitely applies, bro. So like, uh, we'll try not to spoil that because I I know you. Well, do you plan on seeing that? Uh, Eventually, yeah. All right, so for the kids. On stream, so. Same. Well, they already I mean, seen it. That's why I haven't seen it. Yeah, so we'll oh, we'll kids. try not to. Come on. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. We'll try not to spoil it. So, um, but but yeah, we definitely got something like we'll like you can go ahead and into like whatever detail you need to. I'm I won't be personally affected. Um, so for everybody listening, just go ahead and uh, uh, take note that you might get a spoiler oh, if you want to see. 
Um, if you want to see the amazing, uh, no, I'm about to say the amazing Spider Man, but uh, Spider Man <laughs> into the into the Spider Verse. So yeah, um, just just take note of that. So, but <clears throat> regardless, I promise you, this ain't for entertainment. That is, you know, you will need to hear this one. <laughs> All right, so uh, everybody's <clears throat> seen the first one though. Before I go too far, yeah, yeah. I seen the first one. Yeah, okay, so. Uh, for those who don't know, uh, Spider Verse or Into the Spider Verse, the first uh animated big animated Sony Marvel movie, mm-hmm. um, stars Miles Morales, uh, on his hero journey. Um, he is the ultimate Spider Man in the comic books. He's an alternate universe Spider Man who is not Peter Parker. He is a, a Afro Latino uh kid from Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. He gets bit by a spider like Spider Man, like Peter Parker. Um, and he has some different powers, but he's more or less the same kind of kid as Peter, uh, mild mannered, all that type of stuff. Uh, so this car, this cartoon movie kind of covers that area of his like the beginning, the origins into the Spider Verse. The sequel, um, across the Spider Verse is what happens after you decide to take that leap of faith. Mm. Uh, you Ooh. begin your hero journey, or in the case of what we're talking about, is what happens after you decide to break generational curses um, all right oh go ahead go ahead oh well you, you go ahead enter it i mean hey man I'm, so like i got but i i think we want to go into like how does the generational curse thing like how does that how does that correlate with with the spider-man movie i think i was a lot a lot more curious about that no like how did you how did you get this the generational curse thing from from a spider-man movie because like you know a lot so, of people when they when they watching stuff they just yeah. watching it for entertainment they don't get nothing yeah. from it so you watch this movie it's about like an hour 40 some minutes long and you got that from it so like I, i'm interested to know how that how that came about um so you know this was two hours and thirty minutes, actually. Okay, All right, yeah, my bad. it's a big boy movie. It's a big, it's a boy. big boy. That, movie. That's like that's full cinematic. Yeah, straight up. Um, so, but you know, you and uh, myself, uh, you more you're a published writer. Me, I am a in my head writer. <laughs> I'm not still haven't like actually published anything yet, but I really that's what I want to do. You know, right. in my life is write uh, and create stuff. So I look for that type of stuff in movies. I'm always looking for the deeper things to connect with characters and mm-hmm. understand their motivations. Yeah. Um, so, and I watch like a lot of those like uh, film uh, analysis type things on YouTube, those movies, uh, videos, excuse me. So like I was videos. Like, already, huh? Like the breakdown videos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I would, I would kind of, I would, I'm, I'm attuned to like looking for those things. Um, but for me personally, I looked at it from a standpoint of in the movie, uh, it's not a spoiler. Like uh, Spider-Man 2099, uh, Miguel Hera, he brings all the spider people together in this the group called the Spider-Man Spider Society. <laughs> yeah, he's dope in the movie. He is dope. Um, so he brings them all together. And <clears throat> Miles is excluded from that group from the outset. Like he doesn't know anything about it. Everybody's does not include. You find out later that he is not actually supposed to be Spider Man at all. Yeah, okay. so that's a that's a slight spoiler. I don't want to call that. Like, there's names that he gets called. Uh, it's a it's a it's almost a meta commentary on his whole existence as Spider Man because 
there was a lot of backlash to him being Spider Man because you know he's black. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I just be honest with you, that's what it was. Um, but I didn't want to. I mean, and that's like that's definitely part of the movie. But I didn't want to go in that direction because I mm-hmm. think it's a uh, um, it's so charged today. But I think everybody is like going through trying to break generational curses. So the curse mm-hmm. is something they call a canon event for Spider-Man. Um, there's certain things that happen to Spider-Man for him to grow as a person. Okay, I know it. Is. And Miles it is. is the one who pushes back. What you say, Marcus? I said I feel I know where it's going. I I kind of I had a similar conversation about uh why what I think was gonna happen in the movie with my little brother, and he was like, he could see that happen. I was like, Miles is the strongest. He he gonna solo the entire yeah. Spider Verse. I, so, I, I I see it coming. Yeah, and I mean, he kind of does. Like he doesn't like fight them all, but he outsmarts them, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I feel it. But um. Him and like twenty ninety nine Spider Man have like a crazy fight though actually, but um, yeah, it was just uh the pushback I think from because you know in the comics it's called like Parkala, basically anything that mm-hmm. like happens to Peter is just like attributed to Parkala. That's the actual yeah, yeah. like literal generational curse for Peter, but yeah, it applies to like all the Spider Man apparently. And save Ben, yeah. So they called it a canon event, um, but Miles' question is like, why does it have to be this way? Why can't right. I at least attempt to do both? Can I save the universe and save somebody important to me? Why do I have to choose? Ooh. Okay. You know, okay. Because, All right. So, because I'm not, and from my point of view, I was going to say, like, from my standpoint, is that I agree with Miles. I also agree with 2099. And for me, I look at it from the standpoint of there's going to be pain. Mm-hmm. in your journey, but it doesn't have to be the pain that everybody else went through. Alright. Alright, so we're going to have to break that down a little bit, because oh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time understanding the, the whole conflict at this point. Like, because you said that it's because he's black. Okay. But they, they didn't outright say that, I'm assuming. <laughs> no, 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 they wouldn't. They would do this. They, no, 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 no. I don't think Disney is capable of that either, anyway, so like, uh, but you know they they primarily white, but I don't know if they like white supremacists over there and uh and <laughs> Walt Disney. Like I don't know if that's the that's the thing or not. So the 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 conflict was, I mean, you say like the park the Parker Luck thing, like mm-hmm. and things that that happened to Peter that made him Spider Man, and I'm assuming like certain things like that happened to 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 pretty much all of them. All but of them. you know, one thing exactly. that I know that Miles don't have that Peter had was an Uncle Ben. And Uncle Ben was like a p- pivotal part of his of his story. So, like, are we talking like things like that? Like, mm-hmm. Miles? Well, yeah, yeah, okay. certain certain. Um, so, well, Parker they make Luck. it in the movie very clear. It's yeah, two characters that have to die for Spider Man to be Spider Man. Mm. And if they don't happen, the universe falls Got apart. You. Got <laughs> falls apart. Wow. Come on. So it's it's on that it's on strange level type. Oh, uh, they mentioned was... what they mentioned Doctor Strange too. Because so this, this 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 movie, this animated movie, is part of the MCU. Uh, yeah, I don't. There's some surprises in there that I don't want to spoil for you guys. All right, got you. I, all right, I I got to see it now. All right. 
You're making me yeah. want to watch it more, actually. So there's a there's a live action scene that I didn't think that. Did. Stop, 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 stop. You went too far. You you've gone too far. You don't even know what it is. It could be something very small, something big. I'm not telling you anymore. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it now. All right. Um, but yeah, uh, but the the and the and the reason I say it's a generational thing is because if you look at the Spider-Man like family. That's where you kind of like to see the parallel to be like, oh, everybody else in my family went through this, but like, why do I actually have to go through this? Yeah, it's mm. like, is it really like, is that really something that we have to go through? Mm. You know, mm. right? That's right. how I kind of view it. Yeah. So, Marcus, I sent a, a list of questions that I wrote down. So, um, to to add, that that I want to get asked on this episode. So, if you want to find a way to sprinkle some of them in the conversation. Um. So, uh, I I want to ask, like, as it pertains to, as it pertains to everybody's own life, like, like you guys on this on this podcast today, because I have a few different ways where you know, and I've talked about it on a few on a few episodes before. Like, as it pertains to your life, how do you feel like this generational curse thing could could play into effect if you're not careful? Um. Uh, for me. Uh, just, I think it's like a lot of, um, I noticed that in my immediate family, my house, my household, mm-hmm. like not the house that I'm in now, but like my parents' house, mm-hmm. there was a lot of fear of the unknown. Mm, yep. Um, a lot of fear of not making moves that could have changed things for us financially mm-hmm. or even just growth wise in terms of going on trips and stuff like that. Yeah. And like, you know, if you're not careful, and I, in my estimate, or if you listen, if you feed into that too much, their fear of what, you know, their lives were, you end up being stuck in the house. You end up not experiencing life because they, from what they feared, it projects on you. Yep. Um, so you got to be aware of it, but also go see for yourself. There's something that you only do from ex- your own experience. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh. I, I I would say about the same. Like I I grew up in that you know uh, that that family where both parents were in the church. Uh, I had an incident recently where my mom was like you know uh, kind of giving advice about playing it safe. You know I mentioned that me and Court were trying to get new jobs and she had uh, called me and was just wondering what was going on. Uh, she asked if I was free for for Father's Day, and then the conversation kind of bled into, uh, "Oh, I heard about this, and you know, you and Court getting new jobs, everything all right with you know where you work and all this other stuff." And I was just like, "You know, it's kind of time for something new." And then she kind of ended the conversation with like, "You know, just you know, make sure you have another job lined up before you quit that job." And I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I, "I I I know the game. I I know how this works, but like." If if I was that person that, you know, would take that leap of faith and just quit my job and just buckle down, you know, I could get to my destination a lot faster. But, you know, I do know that I have to take care of things. I, I need money now to, you know, right. make sure things are in order. Yeah. But um, that that fear thing, uh, if you let it sink in, like it, 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 it hits you uh, and you can be fearless. Like I, I had an incident. Um, and I mentioned it on the podcast before me and the church, we went rock climbing and I was climbing up the walls. Fine. Just fine. But a little kid had got scared. Right. And he got stuck up in the air. 
And then I was climbing on my on my last walk because we had to go and I had got stuck. Like I saw the kid, you know, be afraid and somehow that fear like just sunk in and I was like It was like a yawn. Yo, I can't. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> like that. It was contagious. I was like, yo, I can't get down. What's going on here? I was I was climbing up all the walls fine. But like this this one moment right here, I'm just like body locked up and was like, we ain't moving. And mm. I'm like, bruh, like fall. Body was like, nope, we not. Nope. Nope. <laughs> and it took me a minute and I just had to take that leap of faith. I had to just force myself to let go and just like fall on a little jank. It'll probably Dang. some external motivator, like some oh, you you stay up there, we're gonna leave your <laughs> ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we can hit you. <laughs> and you like, froze it, though. You good, Alex? Yeah, froze. But uh yeah, that 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 fear is is contagious. It, it can happen just like that. Like it, it seeps in, it doesn't take it doesn't bring a notification or nothing. It's just it's there. So like be careful with that. Like, uh, you see family members, you you grow up with this certain type of mentality, and in no time you just pick it up because that's that's how your brain works. That's how the brain works. It adapts to what's what's in the environment or what's easier, what's what it sees subliminally, uh subconsciously that's going on around you, it it picks up. Yeah. You don't you don't even have to you know, study it or nothing. Mm. It just sees it. It's yeah, gonna yeah. pick it up because that it feels safe. You yeah. know, and I and I feel that because like when I was growing up, bro, I remember and and I want to start by saying like I, our backgrounds are all very very similar, very similar, and like it's a it's it's an environmental thing, man. Because it's like when 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 you in a when you in a state of poverty or you came from a state of poverty and you stay too mm -hmm. close to poverty, like that's the that's the mentality that you seem to have. It was like even, uh, you know, uh, me and Alyssa, we we had these conversations all the time because her her um her mom was the same way when she was growing up before she started making um or getting her career in line before she started making the money that she making now. Like everything was pretty much like, you know, conserve what you have be careful don't do this don't take no don't take no steps my mom was the same way and i was i remember bro i was i was 13 years old and i was so proud bro my mom my mom um ended up inheriting the store like a, a full business from somebody bro like it was like already established it already had its clientele i mean it was it was slow but it was like one of those kind of businesses like if you if you do this right this could be something like we already got the proof of concept. All we need to do is build upon it. Like there's nothing that could be taken away from this. And I remember, I was, I remember saying, like, mom, you can be, you can be the next Walmart. Like, I don't even know, I don't even know if she had that same idea, but I was just always like, you can be the next Walmart. I'm like, yo, if uh, what do you need? Like, I can come work in the store so you can do other things. Like, you like all we got to do is uh like expand, like get more locations, do this, do XYZ. Bro, my mom was not feeling that, bro. My mom was like, "We need to do this. We need to stay safe. We need to ex like there, like there was no, no word of expansion." And like, I remember when the when the city came to her and said that they needed to buy that building that her store was in, and she needed to get on up out of there. Like she didn't even have a choice because like the the mm -hmm. the owner of the building, she wasn't even the owner of the building, bro. 
like the the lady the lady who gave her the store owned the building too so she had to get up out of there bro and like the store perished at that point dog and i remember being hurt dog i, I was like yo just because you you so afraid of of the unknown you just let this kill you you had all this opportunity the city like the lady gave her like the lady gave her money and granted, it won't a whole bunch of money, but I'm like, yo, you got paid. Right. You got paid to to give up your spot. You could have found another one. It could have been a down payment to another joint. Like you could have you could have did this thing legit. And like there are so many examples of this happening outside of yourself. Like I don't I don't understand why you didn't just pick up on what was going on around you and just follow that template. Like I don't understand why that didn't happen. So I got so pissed that 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 like because the what I noticed was she was living the same way her family was living mm-hmm. and and so on and so forth like you know my grandmother she she was she was like in the same boat like she was coming up in, in a household of like four or five kids and, and you know they had to, they had the penny pinch and they had to struggle for everything and they were never exposed to anything and and her mother you know her mother was a was the daughter of a slave so like for real, like you know, like there there was really nothing. <sighs> yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we we get the picture right. Like, like we can move on off that part because I'm, I'm about to jump into a whole different rabbit hole there, and we ain't even going into on this on this episode. So, what's the next question? So, all right. Uh, go ahead, Mark. Uh, I was gonna say that 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 kind of goes into um, what what are some some common identifiers of this issue? Like we we kind of address that already uh you know it, it's mostly uh the environment that you grew up in you know a uh, uh, poverty a poverty person mm-hmm. is gonna only gonna know poverty until you know he fights against it or until he or she fights against it uh and it it it's hard because it you know you have all these other people that don't know and they're trying to, you know, give advice yeah. to you, or they're they're trying to persuade you not to do it this way because all they all they know or all they see is, you know, you're gonna fail, you're gonna lose that that business yeah. that you're trying to do. Uh, and I I I, I don't understand it because like our environment, our uh, uh culture, they don't. Well, I ain't gonna say culture, but our environment doesn't push creativity. They say they do. You you see a whole lot of you know we gotta save the. The, the the band programs or the arts programs, but like outside like, you, of you gotta go make stuff, money. You gotta yeah, go make it, money. You ain't got time for for creativity, bro. It's like we we push we push all that stuff to the side, and like mm-hmm. we and we talked about it my, on a few episodes. Like we had to we had to put our dreams to the side so we can go get jobs, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't really have the the luxury of thriving. Right, exactly. Like yeah, I, I don't even think I, I like like Michael Jackson, bro. Michael Jackson was never a kid. I feel the same way. Right. But Michael Jackson got paid. <laughs> like yeah. so one, only one of us got something to show for it, right? Like I started working out twelve years old, Alex. Twelve years uh-huh. old at a car wash, bro. Under the table, I was getting paid. I was getting paid. Uh, um, I was getting paid twenty dollars a day. Come on. Yeah, I think he froze again. But, uh, it's all good. Um. That's distracting, but yeah, <laughs> like you can see it. <clears throat> you can see it in in. in um, this is like 
horrible. Oh, <laughs> hey, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, you. yeah. You see the picture that got froze up there, though. Okay, yeah, yeah. You got froze. You got froze with your hand just all in the all in there, just in your nose, brother. Dog, I know. Yeah. Yeah, it was froze on <laughs> y'all in too. I'm just hearing like. No, but I was I was saying that I started working when I was 12 years old at a car wash where my dude was paying me $20 a day, bro. And I've been working since then. I I can't even remember a time where I didn't have a job, dog. Like, I never had a chance to actually live my life and do the things that I was supposed to do. And, like, I'm looking at all these other folks, like, some of the uh, the managers that I get at work, dog. Like, these dudes are, they they got a chance to, to go to college and and live out their childhood and they never like some of majority of them bro has never had a job before mm-hmm. like i'm just being real like they they ain't have they ain't had no work experience coming in this joint bro like they they got chances to live their lives though and they know exactly who they are they know exactly who they are but that comes with its own this own set of challenges which i which we'll go to that in a, a whole different episode because that that's also not that's also a problem because you're not worldly you don't know you don't know like things about people and and real life so that's a whole different ball game what up well quick aside on that right i think that's also where the conflict kind of comes in because a lot of the spider people are older than mouse so yeah, there is an understanding that i think miles has not reached because he's a teenager mm, yeah is that you can't literally in the movie there's a scene you you okay i won't explore it but you can't have your cake and eat it too mm. is what they kind of try to suggest to him so yeah, while yep. yes yep. you should you should try to you know strive to do better and break generational curses but like you're also you can't have everything yeah, you, know, you may have to. There's gonna That's be some level of sacrifice. You know what I mean? Because um, and what I was gonna get to, you know, also with the generational thing is that, like, when you make that choice to walk in your own path, whatever that is, whether it's being a, a marriage when everybody else around you is, you know, single parents, or mm-hmm. eating better when everybody else around you is eating horrible, or working out or whatever, right? Like, you may have to walk alone. That maybe you may sacrifice community for your own. Growth until you find your the community that you're supposed to be in. Yeah, and that's real life, dog. Because like, and and Alex, like the the thing that I said that we were gonna get into at some point, we gotta make a big deal of it. But you know, um, uh, uh, Alyssa is now expecting. You know, oh, congratulations! Yeah, thank you, man. Um, we uh we got our first appointment on uh on Tuesday to uh like to do the sonogram and whatever uh, see if the baby healthy uh, which we're pretty sure that it is but um we, well we pray that it is um but yeah like Alyssa's already made the choice like we are not we're not like there's very limited exposure to my family and hers <laughs> like as it, as it pertains to this whole situation for that reason because it's like yo you, you if we if we don't if we don't, we like it's just going to be the same thing all over again because we know it happened. Like the, our parents, they for whatever reason they just they all pretended like not, nothing ever happened. Like they just all pretended like it's normal. It's like we we not supposed to. 
we're not supposed to talk about the bad things that happened or you know what it, it right. is whatever um or the, the poor ass mindsets is what is the is my biggest thing like no the the lack of growth and effort of growth in in, in all sides is my problem so that's why i don't want anything anything to do with it so like uh, we, we had already decided that like this 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 baby has getting is getting limited exposure to everybody because like this is this is bad like it's it's horrible Crazy. Yeah, yeah, but you know, uh, hmm. uh, I think the, the really tricky part about that is those you're going to end up confronting your own stuff, stuff that you didn't even realize you picked up on when you start raising them. Because there's well, stuff see, that like, I'm saying to uh, the kids. Oh, wait. But yeah, yeah, I've, it, this kid maybe not because uh, I've already dealt with that. You know, I've, mm -hmm. I've, uh, I, I, I raised a kid up until she was about six or seven years old already. So, um, you know, I, I, I found myself coming up, coming to a lot of those old habits of, of my upbringing during that time. And I've addressed, mm -hmm. I'm a, I've addressed a lot of them. I won't say I've addressed a hundred percent of them. So yeah, Alyssa would, I, I, I'll remind her of that when, uh, you know, mm -hmm. when that time comes. Cause mm -hmm. you, you're right. You're right. Cause you start picking up the old habits. You start saying stuff that you never thought you would be saying. Like, you know, like, why the did I say that? It just rolled off the tongue. Like it was right. Or something. Yeah. I'm like, I just feel like I aged like so quick. Like, just saying stuff like, Hey, <laughs> what y'all running around for? What you doing? I'm like, I'm oh my God. Like, when did I I'm become the fun police? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You probably are Marcus. I, I, so my my father he has to say it like not none of my parents none of my parents had ever cussed. Uh, really? Uh, yeah, they they never cussed around me, over over any of my siblings. Like the closest thing my dad has said to a cuss word, which was recently, I asked him about this guy that uh used to work with him at a shop, and I was like, whatever happened to that guy? And he was like, that jive turkey, and I was like, what? Jive, you called him a jive turk. All right, I'm I'm never gonna bring his name up forever again in this house. I was like, yo, I've never heard my dad use this type of terminology before. <laughs> <laughs> That's the closest. That is the closest. But uh my dad had this thing growing up where like if we were up running around, he'd tell us to sit on our hind pots. And I've been waiting mm -hmm. to use that saying for years. I'm like, I want kids. And I'm going to tell them to sit they butt down on their hind pots. I don't even know what a hind pot is. I know what hind means behind. It's hind parts. Hind it's parts. hind parts. You're bad. <laughs> no, it's you're, hind you're, be, you're behind parts. <laughs> like, oh, God. Wow. I'm ready. <laughs> wow. Hind parts. Hind <laughs> <laughs> You know, when I oh, woke man. up at three in the morning, I didn't think that we would be talking about hind parts. <laughs> but yeah, that that goes to show what uh, error mm. my parents are. I no, oh, I, I feel you, bro. My my shit, my mom older than both of your parents, bro. I feel you. I, no, I got y'all beat, huh? I got y'all beat. My folks came <laughs> grew up in the fifties, like born in fifty. Yeah, my mom was born in fifty four, bro. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's, she that's she about right. to turn she about to turn seventy, dog. Like it's real, it's real out here, dog. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, man. Who? It 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 scares me a little bit 
because like I look at the people like the the people that my my family are and and um and you know this generational curse thing this ain't the first time we talked about it but in depth like this is the first time we've gone in depth mm-hmm. about it like this mm-hmm. and um you know I kind of addressed it a little bit earlier early on in these uh in these episodes but um you know I um I I I get really fearful that you know those 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 old traits would appear in me when when the um when as you know uh, we and Marcus and I did the uh, did the assessment where it says when you get in the in an adaptive state you know your your mentality changes and like I realized that you know because it's like when you when you're you're thriving you this you're this personality but when you under pressure you you come into this personality mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. the disc assessment but you know it shows you how you how you adapt to certain certain um certain situations like when you're under mm-hmm. stress what you turn into under stress so like <clears throat> i realized that under stress the things that i do when i'm under stress or when i feel stressed it it kind of reverts back to the things that i seen growing up you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and I'm 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 a person where I'm just all about expand, expand, and explode. My family, on the other hand, they like they like contract and defend. Like they just like there's no there's no outward motion. And what I noticed was like when when I get into my adaptive, and this was early on when we first did the did the assessment back in. With 2020, was that 2020 or 2021 when we did those assessments? I think it was 2021. But um, when we did those assessments, man, I like I realized like yo when it's when it started talking about the adaptive, when I went into my adaptive, it'll be like stuff like yo when I don't when I feel bad about myself, I don't want to do no work, or when mm-hmm. I'm in my feelings, I ain't feel like doing nothing. And these are things that I've always seen people do in my household growing up. Because like when they, when they, when they, and they feel is they just like they they temper tantrums. They sit in the corner. They mad. They close the room. They they slam the door. They sit in the room like they don't come out the house. Like stuff like that. So like I got really afraid that yo I was gonna be like those folks, bro. And like like quiet is kept up. Like ain't none of my family doing much of anything. And like it, it's we only it's only like. And I and I can imagine like I think it's like fifty some people that like right off the top of my head that's like my my, my between my cousins aunts uncles all that other stuff like that, bro. I can only think of like two people who graduated from college, dog. Mm. What three? Three? I can think of three. Yeah, three people who graduated from college. That's it out of fifty. You know, those some those some horrible numbers, bro. My mom and dad ain't even go to college. My mom, I don't think my I think my mom barely finished high school, bro. Yeah, different. grew up in different times, though, man. Yeah, it, that's true. That's true too. Yeah. That's true too. But like, th- when the times change, they didn't change because right. because yeah. part of the culture, part of the culture says that change is bad. Mm-hmm. Like we all we all spoke about it earlier. Like we are we are afraid of that change. This is what we know here. But part of the culture says that if if it's unknown to you, if it changed and you didn't see it change, then it didn't really change. Mm, right. Yep. yep. Yeah. That's like um, you know, it, it's crazy because 
like like we like we just said, like it happened subliminally. Like my parents, well, my mom, uh, when she started working, uh, she has a story where like her bunch of other people around the town, there was I guess like a shoe factory here, so uh, everybody was working in a warehouse. That's where the the I guess this town was making its most money or whatever. Uh, mm. Now that I think about it, you know, me working at the place that we all work is is basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. and right. that that's that's what's taught like you go to school uh you get this job you work at this job for a certain amount of years we've been over this hundreds of times like mm-hmm. that's that's just that's the social norm but i'm sitting here on this on this zoom call with this somewhat supercomputer and three monitors and i can't find like a remote job like that's that that's not in the cards that's not something i could do like yeah, I, like you can't do nothing else like, like I'm supposed to work at this job until you know the day I die. I'm out there picking up, you know, things way over forty five pounds. Uh, you know, the forty it, ridiculous. You know, break breaking my back. Heavy. And I'm cotton. like, <laughs> right, heavy cotton. Heavy cotton. And I'm like, no, no one has like suggested. Hey, you know, get this computer, get this, uh, learn this skill, this tech savvy skill, and you can make money in, right. in, in your bed. You can get up right out of that bed, right behind me, and just go to work. But no, I got to drive hours out of my way to get to a job repeatedly, uh, 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 wearing tear my car down to the bare bones. Mm-hmm. And that's my yeah. life until yeah. I'm like in my, my 60s, and then, then I can retire. And then I can live off that for about, what, six months. Then I got to get back another job. Mm-hmm. And then start the process I'm- all over again. Now, some of that, though, is, you know, situations out of our control, because who would have, like, known the cost of living would have gone up substantially? I mean, that's true. The cost but, of living know. is always going to be there. Like, it's just it's just it's one of those flex. things. Like, like we it's our mindset. That's that's the bad, that's the problem here, bro. Because, like, mm. you you think about it. If all of us lost our job today, we got two roads that we're going to go. We're going to hustle to find another one. Or we gonna hustle to not find another job again, but because culturally we don't come from hustlers, we gonna hustle to find another job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, well, and also we don't have the support system to hustle to. I I can't say yeah, I do. Yeah. You know, like I mean, my girl was supported, but like she can only do so much when she ain't bringing in so much money. Yeah, and I don't want to put that all on her. You know, so like. One of the biggest shifts that I had to make, right, and I, and this is as destructive as you can think it is, right? <laughs> this is mm-hmm. it's, it's terrible, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's one of those things. It's like, yo, if if I'm not the first person to feel like this, then our family would never make it anywhere. So I honestly feel that I have one action to do. I'm one action away from figuring all this out. I'm talking financially breaking that that generational curse of of working for your for your money. I'm talking mm-hmm. like the the fight the 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 multiple streams of income, that passive income thing. Like I right. feel like I'm one <clears throat> one action away from doing that thing. Like I don't know what it is yet, but I feel like it's one action away. And what I mean by one action, I mean like, you know, because obviously I've, I've I've created a few things that I think that that I personally believe 
that can make me that passive income, including the Aether Universe books. I got some nonfiction stuff out there that that I want to push. Like I believe that I'm one that I'm one action away. And like that mindset, I feel like is is the thing that most people need to adapt. And you can't adapt to that if you if you are still stuck on the same thing that your parents are on. Because my parents, my mom ain't looking at it like that. My mom looking at it like, where you working at right now? <laughs> like, right. My mom like, yo, you like, I don't, I don't care about none of that. Like, uh, like that that little podcast thing that you do. Like right. it's, it's stuff like that. So like, I feel like I'm one action away from making that making that change happen. And I feel like like the the one of the biggest parts of the generational curse thing is that we are taught that that believing in something intangible is a bad thing. Like, Mm -hmm. Alex, like, I'm going to be real with you, bro. Your mind works on, like, on a genius level, dog. Like, the way you came up with, 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 uh, with uh, good dad, hood dad, bro. Like I was like, yo, I was like, how did we? Where did this come from? Like this is this is a genius concept, dog. Like it's like it's stuff like that, bro. Like, but if you never believe that you can actually make it happen, like none of like all that is going like you you're gonna push all of that down inadvertently. So like right. you had a like, and I don't know how you feel about yourself, but like I'm arrogant, bro. Like I made myself arrogant because in the culture, the culture told us that we couldn't do that. Right. The culture told us that, you know, God, job, your family, your kids, then you. <laughs> like you like put you at the bottom. But right. you know, that and we talked about this before. Mark, put your life, put your put your your mask on first. When you in that plane, that plane about mm-hmm. to go down, put your mask on first. Bro, I'm 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 gonna put my mask on first. And 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 whatever comes from that, like whatever comes from that comes from that. But like I gotta believe in me first. And like the one of the biggest things that I had to break away from was the mentality and the thought process of my people too, man. Like that's where that's where we gotta start at, bro. It's a mindset thing, man. And I agree with that. And um, thank you for the compliment, by the way. Um Yeah, no doubt, man. But like I think that for me, not to contradict anything you just said, I just think that like I think that it comes down to not having seen anybody do what I'm trying to do near me. Like, there's some people that oh, I yeah. know who have no doubt, no question, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a, a cousin who's an actor. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, I don't. I haven't like hung out with him in years. I haven't. He's like mm-hmm. older than me, so I, you know what I mean. I haven't seen him in years. I'm aware of what he does, mm-hmm. but I don't have like a direct contact, you know, with him in that way. Mm, I feel that. I feel that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have a. Like a, he's not like a blood cousin, but he's a cousin. Like his folks grew up with my folks. Yeah, and he's a screenwriter, so it's like I'm close, but far at the same time. I feel you, bro. Cause like, I I, I may cut you off, but oh, like, bro, like I I feel that because it just feels like like in your in your state of being, it's it's out of your. How do I put this? It's like yeah, out, it's right? completely out of reach. To believe that you know you're connected to people who who could not not necessarily potentially push you forward, but you feel so far away from their reality that you know you feel out of touch, and you feel like you know in a way you feel like 
and I'm I'm speaking from personal experience here. So like, it, tell me if you can connect with this. Um, but you feel like because their 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 reality is so out of reach of yours that you feel like there's like a void in between y'all. Yeah. Yeah. All right, bet. Cause like I got a cousin right now, and he's a he's he's my dad's first cousin, so he's my second cousin. I think that's how that works. So um he's an actor. He's mm-hmm. an actor, producer. Um, he's been on a, a lot of things, more like a lot of local stuff, but you know, mm-hmm. it's like he, he's been on a few movies, like playing the background or whatever. And I, I don't even think my man does movies, like he's like 50 some years old, like 60 something, he's 60 now. But he, I, I don't even think he does movies, I don't even know why he was in movies, like he wasn't even an actor, like his he's like in <laughs> politics or some shit, like he's like the city councilor right now. I have no idea how that happened, but like. He, his reality, like the way he lives versus the way my my mom lives, is is completely different. Because they like they stayed in touch over the years, but right. it's almost like I I can't believe that me in this situation is connected to that. Also, my mom and bruh, I promise you, like we we so bad as a as a society right now. Like as far as our mindset goes, I don't know. I remember vaguely that my mom used to date Will Smith's dad, bro. Like, I feel like, and, and, and I say that, and you hearing this, like, yo, that's dude, dude fucking tripping, bro. But, like, I knew this dude, like, on a personal level, like, by name. Like, this man used to come around, like, he lived in Philly. We went, I remember we went up to, we went up to Philly to see him. Like when Will Smith was like doing like the Independence Day stuff, like he used to bring me free toys and stuff. Like he was on like a, a, a Will Smith documentary. I remember we were watching a, a documentary on Will on Will Smith, and he was on that joint, like like part of the interview or whatever. But like because we come from this environment that's so that's so that's so draining of all life. And that this dude is so 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 like on such a high pedestal, like his dad wasn't rich. I'm gonna just go ahead and put that out there. Like Will Smith was he, he rolling in dough now, but his dad wasn't rich. So like he paid yeah, business though, right? Like, yeah, he 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 owned the ice factory mm-hmm. up in Philly. So like yeah. uh, I don't ice packaging. I can't just like yeah, refrigeration stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like I remember going through the joint and he played like he he like lifted me up into the like looked into the machine, the big ass ice machine that, that was like packaging all the ice. It was like a, a whirlpool of ice. That shit was scary as fuck. But um yeah, I remember yeah, I remember stuff like that. Like, but we come to the in, into this society right now. Like if I say that, depending on who I say that to. Folks would be like, yo, that's not you, you lying, bro. Cap. Yeah. And like, I've been in the environment so long, the, the wrong environment, that I don't even believe it's real anymore. Cause I was such you a I was such a young yourself. kid, bro. You're right. <laughs> right. Then I gaslit myself. Like, <laughs> like, but but for real, like it's a it, it's because Will Smith is a celebrity and Will Smith got money. You ain't got no money. You living in such a poverty neighborhood, you know, you you complaining about your neighbors because your your neighbors play loud music and all that stuff. Y'all all y'all on the poverty line like just barely floating above it. Like you can possibly know Will Smith's dad. Like that's not even a thing in this reality. 
So yeah, yeah. that's I, I feel that, bro. I feel that. I don't that's, know why I went there, but yeah, I feel that. I mean, cause like it's it, it goes hand in hand with like because because we don't know because we haven't seen it, we don't we don't know, and we can't think of us possibly associating ourselves with people that are already above us or you know mm-hmm. not in poverty like mm-hmm. i've 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 grown up with people that said they know celebrities they've seen celebrities they've been in the same room with celebrities but it's like because i am where i where i am in this position like it just if i saw a celebrity today i wouldn't i, I wouldn't know how to react like it do I do I treat them like a regular person? Are they yeah. are they superhuman? Are they like like? <laughs> I mean, pretty sure they would much rather you treat them as a regular. Yeah, person. I, I understand that, but like they're they're on a, a whole another plane of existence. You I, know? I uh, feel that, uh, but the the fact that that people think they're on another plane of existence is why people fan out over man, them when yeah. they see them and they hate that shit. Yeah, a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, I I was we were um we were in Mexico, bro. Like I remember, mm-hmm. and you know, you guys know that we were there for uh for um an ET conference. Like it was real intimate, bro. Like I mean, it was real intimate. Those these dudes, they like multi million dollar uh, multi millionaires, and like you see them on like ET on commercials and stuff now, like doing voiceovers for stuff. Like yo, for real, like uh, CJ trying to get them into Disney. My man Toby just got in. Uh, oh. oh my God! Tell he me, Transformers. Transformers, bro. I ain't yeah. seen the new one yet, but I know about it. My God, yo, have y'all heard about? I can't tell you. I ain't seen it yet either, but I heard some stuff about Transformers. Yeah. Oh, like, you I talking about like some stuff for a different time? Huh? Some stuff that happened in the movie, or are you talking about some some other stuff? No, acting in the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we we will talk about that. But yeah, man, my my man Toby was in that joint, bro. Like, I, these dudes were in Mexico. Like, they were just there. It's just like just regular dudes, just regular regular mm-hmm. people. Alyssa and I was sitting in the in a restaurant out there, like, cause it's like we they had the conferences during the day, and like everybody was together and whatnot. All the all the BU was together, and then like at, in the evenings, like you just kind of do whatever. So like we just sitting up in the restaurant. And like their whole squad just come through, and they sit at like two tables down, and we just like, yo, <laughs> do we? Yeah. What do we do? Like, so like we just sitting there, we just kind of chilling. They make eye contact. We like, yeah. thanks for That's having us. Like, <laughs> like, I like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure what. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not about to, cause like, yo, for real, like. I, I promise you, like when everybody, when everybody else seen them, mm-hmm. it was like they they were up at, like with their phones out there, like they want to take pictures. I'm like, yo, these folks are human, bro. You can do exactly what they doing. Yeah. yeah. So with oh, that, I think yeah. we, we kind of strayed away from the from the topic of the conversation, but but um, I just want to say that generational that generational curse. When it comes to that mindset part, that mindset piece, bro, like how you how you view yourself and what you're capable of, that is a big thing because I don't believe I'm capable of doing the things that my my family has done for so many years. That's why I feel like I'm. That's why I know I'm going to be successful because I don't feel like <clears throat> I don't feel like I can die broke. Mm. 
like my dad did. I don't feel like I can do that. Like, I don't feel like I'm capable of that. Like, I don't feel like I can die without becoming a millionaire at this point. Like, that's not a thing for me. Like, it just don't, it, it, it don't even sit well with, like, my stomach hurt just even saying that out loud, bro. But, like, you you have to think of it that serious to to break no, it. No, 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 because I'm, I'm being, I'm dead serious, dog, because, like, mm -hmm. a few years ago, the other way around was, was the thing. Like, I used to say, like, yo, I'm going to be a millionaire. Oh, ooh, nah, that don't feel right. No. Like, for real, like, I'm dead serious. Like, it, like the, the conversation was reversed back then. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's, Put, putting that, 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 that mantra on repeat uh, is the only way to embody it. Like, um, how you said before with the, uh, I forget what you called it, the, um, what was it, the thing you had on the wall? You have it right Affirmations. there. Mm -hmm. Affirmations. There we go. No, not why I couldn't think of that word. Uh, but like that—that's how you break the curse. You—you you embody. You uh, just believe that you can, and you work towards it. All it is is taking that leap of faith. That that mm -hmm. Spider Man jump. That Spider Man mm -hmm. leap off the building, and just free fall, and just like get it done. Like I, I know the environment is scary. Like you—you you might live in mm -hmm. Chicago, Baltimore, New York. Uh, wherever, you know, even across the seas, you know, it might not be the safest place, but like you have to, you have to get it done, like figure out how to, how to get out of there, make a game plan to, to find your, your out and do it. Yeah. But you also, I think too, <clears throat> you got to surround yourself with the right people. Oh, hell yeah. Like there's a thing. Okay, hell yeah. Because you can't do it like, alone. No, you can't. The theme in the movie also is low-key about finding the right people within society, because it's called the spider society, that you mm. kind of gel with. Because, like, you all, like, we all black people, but we all not a monolith. You know what I mean? We all got different thoughts and opinions about stuff, right? Yeah. And so, like, Miles and Gwen and Peter B and Spider Punk is who also is like awesome and like total like an instigator in the movie. Um, they kind of form a group at some point in the movie. I'm not gonna tell you when. Yeah. But they kind of form a group to kind of like combat the other spider people to kind of balance it out. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to like link it back to the movie. We strayed away from it. Bring it in. Nah, you good, you good. Um, so like, how do y'all feel? Uh, how do you stop your family from from holding you back? From, oh, mm, that sounds uh, yeah. From 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 family, you back. friends, like yeah. And and you kind of kind of said it with the whole you know surround yourself with like minded people, surround yourself with that group that's gonna you know uh, uh push you forward, hold you accountable. And all this other stuff, mm -hmm. but like at the end of the day, like you know, your your family is kind of your family. You know, do you feel like you have to have like a, a sense of because they they gave me my start, uh, however big or small that start is, you know, they they still pushed me to do something. It might not have been, you know, very uh, uh, 
creative, but it was just, you know, they, they pointed me in the right direction, I guess you could say. It, it depends, right? I think it's context, because, like, you can have gratitude for what they have done. Mm-hmm. Providing you with, like, recent, like a house, you know, it's like you don't have to be out in the streets doing stuff. Yeah. Uh, food and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Or they may have put the, for me, my mom, she may not have, like, pushed me to be a writer, but she always was, like, putting Marvel stuff in my hands. Word? Or taking me to the movies. Are you because you were asking yeah. for it? Or like, when saw man still oh, shit. Some stuff she was interested in, some stuff I was asking for. Oh, okay. That's I dope. Like, we saw I Hateful Eight together on, like, on New Year's Eve. Okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah, she bought me, like, the Marvel Encyclopedia is, like, two Christmases back-to-back. She bought, like, an old one, then she bought the updated one. Mm. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, but she wasn't, like, buying me writing books, or she wasn't, like, putting me in writing school. Right. But she was feeding my information, like, my imagination, excuse me. Okay. So, so I mean, like, thankful stuff like that. And then, I think... Go ahead. Oh, you good. Go ahead, finish. Oh, I was going to say that I think, too, reassurance. Because it's family relationships and relationships we don't... I don't know if we look at relationships and family like the same way we do, like, a romantic one. Like, mm-hmm. your partner mm-hmm. need reassurance, and you're also, like, your mom and dad need reassurance. Mm. They want to make sure you're okay because they not. It's not always a place of malice when they're critical or mm. questioning stuff. They just want to make sure you're okay. You know. All right. So like, but it's, it's the context though. It's context. Yeah, so I I'm everybody's family is different. I'm perfectly aware of like. Well, first of all, I I want to go ahead and say that you know our mothers are completely different. In a context of like my my mom, she she did a lot of did a lot of manipulative things when I was when I was coming up. So mm-hmm. for a long time, I didn't necessarily trust her to be asking anything about my life. Mm-hmm. So for mm-hmm. one thing, like for me, and you know, maybe it's because I had a different type of relationship with my mom. Like I I just I just was really self reliant for a long time. So my my answer to that question would be like yo like you gotta you gotta apply barriers where the barriers are needed because like I understand you know granted you know you raised me thank you for you know I'm appreciative for the things that you have provided for me up until this point but at this point I'm moving forward and I don't need you reaching into into what reality I got coming in in the future like. I'm like I'm my mom my mom and I got a good relationship now. I, I feel like it was good. Like she's excited about her grandchild. Like you know, we she was on the phone uh uh, uh the like last week and her and Alyssa they were tearing up or whatever. You know, she was at the wedding. Like I have no ill will towards my mom, but do not ask me nothing about my finances. <laughs> like you do not have that <laughs> you do not have that right. To ask me anything about my finances. For one, I make more money than you. Second, um, I have a bigger plan. Like, let's just be real. Like, it's not an arrogant thing. Like, but for real, like, I understand that you want to see me safe. But see me safe means that I got I got air in my body and I can talk to you instead of being talked about by you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so like, cause I, I understand it's like it's no ill will on my part, but I, I understand like if you start talking. Then for whatever reason, every time you start talking, my goals seem to get further and further away from me. 
Like when you start giving your advice, like they start moving further and further. I'm like, yo, I don't need, I need them to stay right here because they already far enough. Like I ain't made, I ain't made it there yet. They far enough. Like so, I don't need you talking, bringing me, pulling me backwards. Like I don't need you pulling me backwards. I know the risk. I understand. You know, if I quit my job now, I understand that. You know, Alyssa, Alyssa's pregnant. You know, uh, I'm a, I, I'm about to be a father. I get that. Like, I don't need, I don't need any of that. Like, I don't need to be reassured of the, of the negative things. Like, those, they, they, those will always be there on their own, and they're pretty loud enough without you talking about them. But right. the problem right. is, is that you know, my family, that they, they, they consistently talk about the negative. They, it's just all, it's just all focus on the negatives we don't focus on what can be we focus on the negatives because if it's not in front of us and you know it's it's so crazy bro like i'm gonna ask a question right and i and y'all gotta help mm-hmm. me out here bro because uh-huh. i'm really confused i'm really confused what religion are y'all what uh, atheist again alex atheist i came to that conclusion that well around my birthday recently yeah Wow! Which, by the way, it is scary. It is scary. It's I don't talk I, about it out in public. I, I it's scary to talk to people about it. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is. But um, I I grew up. What what, did, what what religion did you grow up though? Uh, Baptist Christian. Yeah. Okay. Same. Marcus. Same Christian. I say Christian. Okay. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. So tell me. I don't understand this though. It's like I, I we grow up in this environment that says mm-hmm. we had to believe in something that we can't see. We had to believe in something that we can't see. Yet we because what is that? What is that called? Y'all help me out here. It's called what? When you believe in things that yeah, you, you got to have faith, right? You had to have <laughs> faith because it said those who and, and my church had it and. Big plain letters right there on the right the, above the right above the altar. Um, uh, Matthew, I can't remember the verse, but it said all things are possible to those who believe. And these folks really believe that all things are possible to those who believe. But that applies to everything but your own skills and the lifestyle that you want. I don't understand that. So, like when when it comes to family, like for real, like if you if if I tell you my goals. And and you turn and you turn it around and just straight up be like you know what you know, but you, this could happen that could happen. I, I don't want you nowhere near me. Like I'm just being real. Like and that could be that could be me being mean. I take that. I will take that. I'm fine with it. But at at the same time, it's like I have plans. Like right now, like I got up at four o'clock this morning, or uh, or uh, I got on here at four o'clock. I got up at like three thirty this morning. And I get up at usually th- between 3.30 to 4 o'clock every single morning. I have been for the last, well, I, I fell off a little while ago. But other people won't understand that. I can't relate. I can't possibly relate to somebody. If, I, if I'm getting up at 4 o'clock in the morning every single day and you struggling to get to work on time every single day. Like we don't, we don't have, the, there's no common ground there. I, I can't relate to somebody who is, you know, every night you going or every every weekend you going to the club. Mm-hmm. I would uh, I would avoid going to the club with you so I can read something or spend some time with my with my girl. Like I'm not I ain't about all that. I'm I'm up reading every morning. You you just get up barely with enough time to to make it to your shift on time. Like we don't relate. So how you stop those people because like and, and you like you you love those people they're your family or whatever 
But at the same time, it's like if you can't, if there's no common ground, then what are y'all talking about? We talk about grandma, we talk about, you know, such and such. But every time you talk to me, you gossip. I ain't trying to hear that. Yeah. Yep. And and another thing, right? Uh first thing, like how you mentioned um basically like how they how they just go again. Like you you give them a game plan. You you say, I'm I'm about to do this, and then they they kind of just like shut that whole idea down or they start giving you advice that it's negative and all this other stuff and i'm like you know that's 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 a little insulting because like you act like i didn't just graduate thank you two-year degree thank you uh when i was in high school was taking honors classes and you know like i you do act like i didn't just rack my brain making this whole game plan thinking everything catastrophizing over everything that could go wrong Cause that's how my brain works. I overanalyze right. everything, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I'm just like I didn't already thought of like a hundred different ways this is gonna fail, and maybe a hundred different plus ways that this would succeed. So like mm-hmm. I I didn't weighed out the options, but because you know cousin or uh, uh, auntie or such and such tried to start this business and it ain't work out for them because you know they own the bottle and all this other stuff that I'm not. You know, it it it's not gonna work out. You know, in X Y Z, like they they had this formula and you have this better formula, mm. but that's still not gonna work because you know it, it's it's not in the cards. You need to uh, go to school, uh, uh, come out of school and work this entry level job, and then work up the ladder, the corporate ladder to get to the CEO, and then you can you can be the manager of a business. Mm. That's it. Yeah. You, Make all that's that it. big money until you tell you retire. But you stay at work right. all the time. The generational curse thing too is really not about our older relatives. It's about the ones that's coming after us. Mm. Thank you. Like it's yep. really mm-hmm. honestly when you really think about it, it's, it's very it's very much an act of service or a selfless act to mm-hmm. try to break generational curses. Um because you're showing people what can be instead of what has been. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a line in Man of Steel uh, where Zod is trying to terraform Earth back into Krypton. And Superman is like, Krypton had his chance. He was trying to protect Earth from, you know, Earth may do this. They may go, we may go down that same path as Krypton, but we should have the option. And that's really what all this is about, is giving yourself mm-hmm. options. Yeah. Instead of just sitting back back and being like in the second place of like this is my mm-hmm. life this is all that's going to be you know that's literally all you're doing is giving yourself choices because yeah. like that's what separates the rich people from us they have options yeah like everybody like if you <clears> think about it like everything that people complain about is because they don't have the choice to do anything but complain oh they have a choice they have a they choice do. but they don't feel like they do you know like they oh, make excuses. Sure. Sure. You know, but it's like, oh, I don't I don't have enough money. I'm mad at this person who has more money or this person who has more mm-hmm. attention or more relationship options or whatever. We can we criticize because we couldn't possibly fathom being in that position. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know? So it's strange to us. It's the devil. It's whatever. 
I still don't understand why when black folks get rich, it's the devil. It's never just hard work or connections or networking. <laughs> the Illuminati. Yeah, like what? Yeah. Like how that's bad, uh, like how low are we to think that about ourselves? So that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I, I heard a podcast. Uh, T Pain does a podcast and he talked about that very, very same thing. Cause he, he grew up in the church, you know, black grew up in Baptist church just like us. And on his road to success, like making it, you know, they he got a whole bunch of backlash from the church. And it was like, you know, where where my support at? Like, you know, but because he's been successful in making this type of music, you know, it's 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 the devil and all this other stuff, you know, he he done sold his soul. It's just a simple fact that he was an entrepreneur, he was making money without a nine to five. Mm-hmm. They they like they you they tend they tend to not like that. <laughs> meanwhile, to... meanwhile, Pasta ain't got no job yeah. either. Yeah. Some put that pasta. out there. To put that out there, you know, he and Pasta Pasta always guys. Mm. Yeah. Come on. Do I don't even, even want to go there? I don't even want to go there because, <laughs> bro, I I promise you, the church I went to. Growing up, mm. bro, pastor, pastor driving in the in the newest S five fifty. Pastor got rings on. Come on. Yeah, that was always that was yeah. always weird to me too. Yeah, uh, but so and this is I don't know if it's just something y'all have done. I'm like, and maybe it's just because I'm I'm weird, but like the golden rule, right? Treat people how you want to be treated. I mm-hmm. took that to heart, and so my parents would tell me stories about people. Uh, like the pastor at our church and it's like why would I want to associate with that why would I want to be around those people mm. you know my mom would say the things about certain people and I'm just like like bad don't... stuff or just like yeah it's like not necessarily positive things oh like you know, he like, you know be... like when, when 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 people when your when your folks was when you were a kid folks would be they would get home from an event and they would just start talking and it would just say things that they heard and gossip mm. them, but you know, husband and wife gossip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Yeah, but it's about people you know. Mm-hmm. And as mm-hmm. a kid, I'm just like, so what? why am I? Why would I hang out with these people? Why would I want to be around those people? Like, you what know, there's it, a level of purpose. Be yeah, there's a <laughs> level of, but I just carried on into adulthood to where like I don't want to be fake. I don't want to be inauthentic to who I'm supposed to be. It happens because we got to play the role. We got to get jobs and be around people we don't want to be around. Yeah. All that shit. But yeah, I think about that sometimes where if people, if our people had done that earlier, it might have been different from a social standpoint generationally too. If if they had done what, if they broken away from. Yeah, just playing the game, playing the game of like, being around people they didn't want like finding a different church that was a little more positive or is there a such thing i mean so oh well i guess i I guess et does have a have a church that's like the most positive church i think i've ever seen in my life i guess joe austin yeah he is bro he's phenomenal joe austin he i guess he does have one too but you know he does uh we ain't gotta go there (laughs) <laughs> so so you know oh like, you know what like i just like realized said, alex i'm, I'm sorry mm-hmm. Mark. you know what i just realized you got the the headphone the headphone that you got in that joint uh connected is bluetooth too and right? with a microphone oh yeah i thought about that yeah too. I, I i just thought about i just saw it i was like all right that, that might be why the joint didn't work 
Yeah, they got a mic thing, but I don't have a uh, jack headphone jack. Oh, got you, got you. They don't uh, really make those no more. Uh, I got plenty of them. <laughs> go ahead, Mark. My bad. I was gonna say, like every, like like we say, you know, people are human, and you know, a church is made of 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 humans. You know, they're trying to come to church to do better. But yeah, you have like, uh, and it's crazy because that's that's where I've seen the the most uh about this topic generational curses is in the church mm, uh, yeah you're right you know um it's always like uh uh such and such mom did this now you know her daughter's doing the same thing or their son is doing the same thing and so forth and so forth mm-hmm. like I've, I've i've seen that and mm-hmm. we've we've had uh a couple of moments where the pastor had talked about that like we're, we're trying to uh, this new generation, you know, uh, me, my siblings, you know, we're we're the generation that's supposed to break that. And then, you know, a lot of kids, they were like, oh, well, why, why, why is it on me to break that? You know what? Why? Why ain't moms break that when I got here? You know, why? Why? Ooh. Why is all this on my shoulders and whatnot? Right. And it, it was like a whole bunch of mm. a backlash from like people my age. And, you know, I'm like, Yo, let's 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 do this because i've i've always wanted like my goal is to be way better than my parents like the life they live is is good but you know it it could be a lot better you know they uh, they got uh from a from a dude who grew up not liking his mom i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you that i can relate to that question and i understand why you can't all right and, and that's not a bad thing i'm glad you were able to say that you can't so like you know the whole the the, mm. the the thought process of going of of the backlash. Why do I have to be the one to fight it? Because I asked myself that same question, but you know what I grew to realize was like, yo, this ain't like Alex said. It ain't about what happened. It's about what's happening. What's happening, yeah. And what's going to happen? It was like I said when I saw when I saw my man at uh, at, at my my sister in law's graduation that day. My man was a black dude who lived in Williamsburg, and he was the fourth, bro. The fourth, like mm. the, the fourth mm. of his name, like they say, oh, Game of Thrones, fourth of his name. Like he, 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 he gone a few different, a few generations, and it was a mm. few generations deep, bro. And his whole family had a line. I, re- I researched this dude. His whole family had a line in the education system, bro. They knew who he was. He had been he had been there for a while. Like, so when you come from that name, like you know exactly what you're getting when you get this dude. Like, like that is stuff like that. So like I look, I had to look to the future because I said, like, yo, for real, like I can't stop what happened back in the past. I can't stop the fact that, you know, y'all wanted to be like y'all ancestors. Like I quite kept like I hate to say it that way, but like, yo, we like we were picking, we were picking light boxes back then, getting our fingers pricked. Now we picking heavy boxes. That's the name of the episode, by the way, Mark. We picking heavy boxes now, uh, uh, heavy cotton now, heavy cotton. We and and for whatever reason, we we can't we can't get our minds out, out of that situation there. So mm-hmm. what happened in the past, y'all can keep that. I'm gonna move on into the future with a new mindset. I'm going to move on into the future and I'm going to do what I can now because I talked about the relay race. I talked about the relay race. Y'all supposed to be running. You're supposed to be running towards the next generation to pass your baton off. But for whatever reason, most of the people, they stop. They like, all right, I ain't winning anyway. So it is what yeah. it is. 
So now yeah. the next generation, they got to run back to you to find that information and get the baton, and they got to run their race too. So they got to run half of yours, and they got to run their race too, and it ain't fair. Well, we don't even want to talk about some of the folks hiding the baton. They threw it somewhere. Exactly. They they too Ooh. comfortable. They got they like what they got. Ooh. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> so it's like, and, and and one thing that I noticed, right, is like, yo, you talk to anybody from any any. And this ain't even a white or black thing. I used to think it was just a white and black thing. I, I'm gonna be real with y'all. Like I, I, I saw, I can, I can view just about anything in the world and like the in the gray area. But in this situation, like I used to think, like it took me so long to come to the conclusion that this was an environmental challenge and not a racial challenge. But for whatever reason, like yo, nobody in my family can tell me where we came from. Nobody, yeah. nobody. It's not a thing, bro. Like we we don't have that information. It's like you know who your grandma is. That's it. Great grandma. Yeah, did, uh, you might know your great grandma, but that's right. it. Right. I did ancestry recently. Uh, you you had to. You had yeah. to, bro. Like yeah. there was no way to find out where you came from if you if if you were from a certain culture. And I don't know what it is. Like Alyssa's family, same difference. And that's why I said I used to think it was a a, a a racial thing, but her family is the same way. But they came from the same type of environment. Granted, they didn't live in trailer parks like I did. They wanted in roach infested uh, roach infested Section Eight houses like I was. But for real, like yo, we we had the same challenge. Like yo, we couldn't figure out where we came from. Why do we not know where we came from? Why do we not? If if history is taught to teach us what the mistakes of our past is, so we don't we don't commit those same faults in our future and why don't we know our past and that was one of the yeah. biggest problems that i had so uh, what i'm noticing about the successful people the successful people they know exactly where they came from they know exactly who started the dynasty they know exactly like donald trump could probably tell you where that money came from mm -hmm. the problem is is that we don't have anything to pass down so we forget about it so i mean well we just now are starting to get billionaires that look like us like the new the black money that's generational that would be that will be generational is new. Jay Z is a billionaire. Beyonce is a billionaire. We can count them on our hands how many black billionaires there are. Yeah, that's you know yeah. what I'm saying. White, maybe one, maybe a hand and a half, maybe. Screw that, screw that. But like, it's the same. They like they to start though. Yeah. It's the start of their dynasty, but I'm pretty sure, like, cause Jay Z, he came from the he came from the Bronx, bro. Like, dude, dude was in the it was in the slums. Like, he probably don't know his his generational history either. But at the same time, there has to be a start to something. And like, I can relate to those kids that Marcus was just talking about, bro. Like, you like you grow up pissed. You like, yo, I why why couldn't you do something to give me a head start? But the problem is, is that yo, you pissed because you got to run backwards first before you run forward in your relay race. And I understand that 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 notion. So I was pissed too when I figured it out. I was pissed when I found out that my mom was was uh was taking money from me and I couldn't I couldn't become an adult because she wanted to go play bingo and smoke cigarettes. I was pissed too. I understand. But at the same time it's like, yo, this is not about what happened. It's about what's happening and what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I understand completely. Because it's it's kind of like um, not kind of like it's 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 a previous episode we had did talking about uh stuff like that you know, for forgive and forget and move on like it it had it's happened you can't dwell upon uh the things that happened to the past like 
it happened. Like it did. You gonna either hold on to it, like that rope we mentioned. You are gonna either hold on to it and let it let you drag it, let it drag you down, or you can let go, be free of it, and mm-hmm. move on, move on to something better. Uh, yes, you can learn from those mistakes, learn from uh that that mindset that they had, you know, and do better. Like we said, we this this whole podcast is to make sure you guys are better than y'all were yesterday. Uh better than your your parents, better than your your great great grandparents and all that. Like we we want that for you. Like you need to want that for yourself first, but like it it, it starts with you. Yeah, we haven't seen nobody that that's done it in you know, our families, like, I don't know if I have any millionaire fat pride. Probably not, because uh, <laughs> I know we got a castle. That, that's all I know. We The Morton's lineage, we got a castle. Uh, hopefully, one day, the goal is to buy that jank and, you know, fix it up. Uh, so, yeah, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta start somewhere. Unless you just want to live a poverty life, you know, it's, it's the, the rich lifestyle ain't for everyone. Uh, not everyone is gonna attain it, but like at least do something to where your kids are gonna have a better, better start. If yeah. if that's all you do, just just do that, you know. And like Kevin Hart was talking about this, like, and this and it goes back to what Miles was talking about in the movie, where like the ideal of Spider Man is trying, is getting up from mm-hmm. failure. You know what I mean? Like it's giving, like giving himself the option to. He may fail. He may fail, but he, he didn't just sit there and like let it happen, you know. And I think like even with that is enough to break a generational curse because you trying more than the generation before you may get a little further along, and that might be enough to inspire the next generation to get a little further along until it happens. Because it's not supposed to be. It's not about us. It's about them. I mean, you want to have nice lives too, obviously, but. In the course of us trying to make a nice life for ourselves, we can make their life easier too. So right. that's the way I, mean, I see. You underestimate. That's what the message I took from the movie. Yeah, yeah. You know, don't underestimate poverty though, because poverty would definitely would definitely challenge that. <laughs> they would definitely just be like, "All right, well, you know, mama, yeah, went, yeah. mama went to high school. I'm just gonna go to jail." Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go drop out of sure. high school. And Misery Loves Company. I think that's the thing, too. Like, there's a reason. There's a reason why Miguel starts the Spider Society and it's born out of trauma. Like, he does something that causes him to do it. And he's projecting a lot of his traumas on Miles. And I'm trying not to spoil that stuff for you guys. I got but you. there's a reason. And, and I think that parents do that to kids. Yeah. Parents oh, do yeah. that to, or our friends do that to us sometimes. So, you know, hey, relatives, yeah. friends yeah. and family. Yeah. You know, so all in the in the in the sake of because I love you and, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So parents and family do it because they love your friends. Ah, well, nah, they ain't friends. They more of coworkers, uh, so. associates. Yeah, yeah. So uh, constituents. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's 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 complex but also simple. It's interesting, like the movie itself. Like if you look at this for like, oh, it's a cool Spider-Man movie, it's that, but it also has themes of growth and development and mm-hmm. making your own way. Uh, 
you know, choosing to go with what society says is right versus, like I said, doing your own thing, which can lead to you being by yourself for a little while. Yeah. You know. And when, and when also, you buy us, oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, and I, I want to point out something too. Like Miles's parents, the reason why I was bringing up the parents kind of like wanting to know you're okay is because like Miles's mom has that speech in the movie directly where she's worried about Miles, mm-hmm. but she really just wants to know that like he's going to be okay. But whatever he does, you know, she like she says that to him. Yeah. And so, but yeah, kinda, go ahead. Kind of like something that Mark said on the last episode that, um, um, your mom was trying to find out like what was going on with you because you were working and going to school and you were never at home. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So for, with, yeah. with that story, it was um, I was working where we was working at this was a while ago. Uh, I was working there full time and I was also going to school full time and I had my stuff set up to where I would go to school in the morning, go to work at night, and then I would repeat that for four days. And then my days off were going to be my days off. And in the midst of all that, you would think, hey, his days off is going to be, you know, his rest time. Nope. You know, I was out here, you know, trying to trying to party it up, trying to hang out with friends, trying to have like that social life and, you know, establish myself. But, you know, because I was never at home, like I would only see my parents and like passing, little brother and passing or whatever. You know, it was it was concern, a concern for my well-being. Um, and it's kind of like the, the Mario movie, everything you've explained has kind of been similar to that, like, you know, uh, uh, Mario's family or Mario's parents or whatever, they don't really see him and Luigi's dreams as attainable. You know, the whole town sees them as jokes until, you know, they rise up to the occasion and prove everybody wrong. Uh, and I don't know what, what they plan on doing after that, but hopefully they're they're gonna try to start like some type of cinematic universe with that. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Oh, Smash uh, Bros. universe. Yeah, they were. They kept <laughs> they kept talking about it, but uh, they um all of the other plans that they had for other for other movies, they they mm. canceled them. Come on. Yeah, they were mm. supposed to do. They were supposed to do a Metroid movie. They were supposed to do a Zelda movie. Both of those projects mm. got scrapped. Right, a strike. Yeah, I don't know who. Um, maybe, maybe they waiting on me. Maybe I can. <laughs> there you go. Maybe I can write them. I, I can. Oh boy, I would love to do a Metroid story yeah, and get Metroid Michael stuff. and get Michael Bay to do that joint. And Michael Bay and the Russo brothers, bro. What? Yeah. Yo, that that would, be, would be dope. Crazy. Like that Guardians of the Galaxy meets Transformers meets Star Trek. <laughs> oh. All right, but anyway, um, all right. Uh, we've been on here for way longer than we should have, but it's all good. It's all good. It's a good conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, all right. So I guess we can go ahead and start closing that. What's our closing remarks, folks? Uh, I don't know. I shouldn't be first. I got nothing right to Um, say. So, uh, you you mentioned the 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 relay race boy, and I was. You know, my I got a gamer's mindset, so I was thinking of more of a, uh, like a, a a battle royale, right? You know, that's that's the the thing now. A whole bunch of rumbles and battle royales. Uh, there's a lot of people out here that are comfortable being in the storm instead of fighting their way to get the W or get the crown, fighting their way to the the middle. Uh, 
everybody wants to, you know, play it safe, stay on the outskirts, uh, not deal with that that confirmation. But that's the only way to grow. That's the only way to get better at the game is to do the hot drops, just dive right into it and, you know, fight whatever what comes your way. Uh, but a lot of people, they want to go to where it looks nice, where it looks the safest and, you know, set up camp there. But like in order to break the curses, in order to get better in life, in order to, you know, live the life on your terms, you you have to fight. You have to fight through it. Uh, it is trauma. It's, it's a lot of trauma uh, that we've been dealing with, that we've been passing on. But like, just cut it off, let go of that rope and do what you need to, to, to get that W, you know, at least for your kids, at least, you know, get a better, better standing to, you know, set something up for your kids, a better foundation to set some up for your kids. Uh, my closing remark is to remember to count your wins. That's something my therapist told me. And I think that uh, it puts things in perspective. Because we mm -hmm. will be negative and, um, you know, think about all the negative things, the negative uh, family stuff, the negative personal stuff, the money stuff. And there's times where, like, you've had money before. You know, it's like, act like you've been there before. You, you've had money before. You've had a, a good date. You've had a, you worked out and it was nice before. You've had a good, you've had healthy food uh, that didn't kill you. Um you, you've had good family conversations before you can have them again you know uh you got to take a leap this this really it really is taking a leap and hoping you land somewhere nice it may not happen but you won't know unless you leap so uh, that's 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 my remarks I'm trying to find put this quote. Mm. Uh, this convers <laughs> conversation got me pissed and i'm ready to wait I'm ready to work now. I'm ready to get back to work. Cause like, yo, mm. I gotta stop making excuses, bro. Yeah, like that's what it that's that's what it all boils down to. Like, yo, so what? Your family ain't been there. So what? Like, it doesn't even matter. Like, their 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 level of success has nothing, absolutely nothing to do with you. Whether they successful or not, it has nothing to do with you. I hear people all the time, like, yo. My I I my parents got money. I ain't got money. But so what? Like who cares? Like yo, I hear people all the time. My parents ain't got no money, so I ain't got no money. So what? That ain't got nothing to do with your life. Nobody else's life has anything to do with yours. People can come through and people can influence you. That's fine and dandy. But at the end of the day, your success is all on you. Everything that you do is all on you. When <clears throat> I can't blame. Nothing that happens from here on out. My wife is about to have a baby, y'all. Within the next year, I will be a father. I ain't got, my, my mom has no influence on that. That's all me. I had to take the responsibility of that situation, of that that kid's success, all on my own. And, and since Mark throwing, throwing through, the, uh, through the gaming thing in there, I'm going to throw the writing thing in there, right? I'm going to throw the writing thing in there because... Something that y'all got to understand is that manifestation is a real thing. It's a real thing. It's nothing to do with God. It's ain't got nothing to do with Yeshua, Buddha. No, none of them. Nothing like, I, like, you know, respect to your religion and all, whatever you, whatever you worship it, like don't bump, throw all that out the window. 
because every every bit of literature that you read says that if you I don't care where you read it from, it's going to tell you that you got to believe in what you're able to do and you have to have faith in whatever you believe in. Like whatever that whatever your situation is, your particular situation is. Stop worrying about Jesus, stop worrying about who died on the cross, but what what you got to understand is that if you have something in you, it is up to you to bring that thing out. It is up to you to make it happen. If, if you can see it in your life, if you can see, if you can, if you have a vision of it, then you can make it happen. All you had to do was just see it. So what I did was I wrote it down. <laughs> I wrote it down. Everything that I have to, at this point is something that I've written down. And though I may not have much, all of my success has been attributed to writing my own destiny because I just I I refuse to allow my past and my or my parents past or my grandparents past I refuse to let their past dictate where I was going it's just not how this going to work so I got I have plans to to create my destiny for my legacy for the next 100 years that's a, as far as I'm willing to go for the next 100 years I had to plan right now for what the next 100 years is going to look like if you can't plan for what your life looks like today, then that's not your parents' problem. That's a you problem. So you need to figure that out. Amen. All righty. Uh, Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I got. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, 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 what what we got coming up for the people? How how's what what's what's up with everybody? What we got? Uh, bro, I'm going back to sleep. Y'all get up way too early to record. Bro, what? Way too early. I don't. I don't understand <laughs> why. You know how hard it was. <laughs> you know how hard it was to get up. I hey, told you we hey, can look, reschedule. We, hey, I, when he said when he said he can do four o'clock in the morning, I was like, really? Well, you know, I can do it, but it's tough, tough having coherent thoughts. I was. I'm glad I wrote this stuff down. <laughs> oh man. Oh, that's hilarious. I feel that though. I feel that. That's hilarious. So no, 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 you don't. No, you stop playing, bro. I'm like, y'all don't do podcasts. So you think you think you think it's bad that I got up at 3 30 in the morning. Mark ain't been to sleep. No. I'm not surprised. He's a gamer. (laughs) I'm not surprised, bro. Like I I work night shifts, so I like I get it now, but like I was sleep sleep. Like I was that man don't business. You don't get it. That man don't sleep in the day though. Hey man, he young. How old are you, Marcus? Want to see him? Like I think I got. It ain't quite up to him. He got thirty. So all that yeah, shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it happened. It happened to me at thirty-one, yeah. bro. It happened to me at thirty-one. I was like, I, 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 I used yeah. to be like that too. But at thirty-one, for whatever reason, like right before I turned, 30, it was like a little gap when I realized that I was thirty, mm-hmm. like past thirty. Because I, ain't, I, I, I feel like I ain't hit. The like mentally, I ain't hit thirty until like I was about to turn thirty-two, and like at that point, where I meant where I mentally turned thirty, I couldn't get out of bed, bro. Come on, and I don't know what it was. Like, <laughs> it's rough. It's it rough. is. Yeah. But uh, 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 recommendation, by the way, this is be talking about money. Uh, this, this psychology of money, real quick. Hold up. Say that. Say that one more time. You started freezing. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Oh, the psychology of money. It's a book about money, and it's, yeah. 
Oh, that's what you're writing? No, 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 no. It was a book that I was recommending to everybody, oh. listeners. Yeah, we didn't hear the name of the book. It was, yeah. The Psychology of Money? The Psychology of Money. I, um, You know the name of the author? It's pretty oh, sure you can find it if you just if you just Google it, but you know I'm just being being extra. The psychology. I forgot to. No, you're fine. Because I'm pretty sure there's more than one psychology of money book. Maybe, maybe. Uh, it is by Morgan Housel. Morgan Housel. So psychology of money by Morgan Housel. I yes. wish you had told me. It's actually a really good book. I wish we had got um um got on here to do this before I started um a um a shopping spree with the leftover points I had on Audible. I would have got that joint. I guess oh, it's a really good one. because uh, you know we were talking about real quick. We were talking about how money, you know, uh, like excuses and stuff. A lot of money stuff is not yeah. it's not so much based on stats, but it's based on behavior. How you mm-hmm. feel in the moment can mm-hmm. literally define your whole financial life. That, that exactly. Yeah. So, it yeah. just, I, yeah, yeah. So it just, it just, it for me, it just, it kind of like ease up on being like super hard on myself when it comes to money because there's only so much you can do. You know, like you should move with the right intentions, obviously, but you can't force everything. Mm-hmm. So I just put that in perspective. Yeah, yeah. It's been a, it's been a while since we since we got a book recommendation on here. Hey man, I feel like I'm trying thing. to come here more often. Honestly, bet that. I got books. Bet that. All right. Don't threaten All right. me with a good time. Hey man, this uh, this 4 a.m. shit is. I don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I might need the afternoon episode. My man, is we can reschedule if need. To. Y'all got a dirty trunk evening edition. <laughs> <laughs> And I would say I that what the the the, the earliest or latest we've done was what 12? 11? 11. Yeah, we 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 went over in, into the midnight hours with one episode. I couldn't get to sleep, and I knew he no, was up, and I was like, it. "Yeah, it was it was literally just a matter of like I I can't go to sleep right now. I don't know. I think I was excited about something. I couldn't re- re- remember what it was, but yeah, he, I, I hit my man up. I was like, "Yo, I can't sleep. You up?" Like I got, I hit him with the yeah. you up text. <laughs> mm. Like I was hitting up a girl hey, in college. You something. got some ideas. Hey, but that spur the moment stuff is dope. Spur the moment stuff is dope. Yeah, One of my ideas is fresh. Yeah. yeah. So, but oh, hey man, uh, both of y'all. Uh, I don't know, Marcus. I don't know if you're super into wrestling, but I don't know if we're still recording. But oh, we are. Oh yeah, we this definitely still recording. No, you're definitely going. Oh. Go ahead. He would free. Oh, uh, you can add, you can keep this in. That's fine. Uh, you trying to go to WrestleMania uh, forty in Philly? Let's go. Let's make it happen. Well, I've been dying well, to get to WrestleMania. Like you know, they came to Hampton, and I forgot to ask you about it. Huh? Oh, I, 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 oh, oh, go ahead, Mark. Oh, I, I was like, yeah, uh, WrestleMania. 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 In yeah. Philly. Yeah. Two night event. Next uh spring. Ooh. Oh, okay. right. Hey, I have no idea when tickets going to sell though. They haven't. Said um, they usually go on sale around SummerSlam. Okay, well, yeah, it gives you some money by then. Give you uh, 
give you um um a, a little six months to come up with the arm and the leg. Yeah, I look, man. I just want to be in there. I ain't got to go both nights. Bro, I, I just want to go one night. I've always wanted to go to WrestleMania, but not only have I always wanted to go to WrestleMania, though, I always wanted to get those ringside tickets, though, like ringside seats. <laughs> but they up there, though. That's yeah, the man. that's the that's the Super Bowl of of sports entertainment, right yeah, there. I hear you. Yeah. We was uh, I forgot to ask you when we went to Hampton. Me and my brother went. I forgot. Bro, to ask I saw you. y'all was up there. I was like, oh. we got good seats, dog. Was that a nice. was that a live event or or um? Or televised. It was a live event. House show. Okay. Uh, yeah. It was dope though. It was dope. Yeah. I, I ain't never I streamed went, so much. I went to a few of the house joints like they because you know they they had one recently at um at state at Virginia State. So like it, I mm. went, the last one I went to was up there. So yeah. Yeah, I need to All catch right. a AEW show, but I'm trying to go to Mania though for sure. Man. I forgot you was a wrestling fan, bro. I'm definitely about to be in your inbox more often now. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, hey, and uh, well, I don't know. This ain't really promotion because I ain't got it together yet. But I might be making a wrestling comic book podcast by myself. This is why I got the microphone. Wrestling comic book podcast. It's kind of called like like it's because I don't want to make it one particular thing because I like a bunch of different stuff. But I want to be able to talk about whatever. Like, if I want to talk about comics, I can talk about comics. If I want to talk about wrestling, I can talk about wrestling, music, whatever, movies. All right. I got an idea that I got to throw at you but now that you say that when we get off of here. So, uh, let's go ahead and start wrapping this up. Uh, oh, yeah. Folks, be sure to uh, to uh, trample all over that like and subscribe button. We record these episodes every single week so you can get motivation while you're on the way to take the, the to the place that's going to take the motivation right out you. Mark. All right. Uh, it's me, boy, Marcus Morton. I always say with me is the Aaron Mack. And special guest today with us, Just Alex. Uh, and before y'all go, please always remember those who shy away from addressing the elephant in the room are doomed to be crushed by the weight of it. We love y'all. Peace. Love y'all. See y'all next week.